the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Forecast. Calling for a kind of cloudy day with some sunshine here or there. Shower two in spots. I think we got hit with a little shower action a little while ago. Eventually clearing out tonight, low down to 46. Tomorrow, mix of clouds and sun. A little cooler. Tomorrow's high, 60. Phillies with a nice win yesterday, 4-3 against Washington. Reese Hoskins, a couple of home runs. Played solid D behind the, the, the team there, did a nice job, and came away with the win. They're home again tonight. Sixers are at Miami this evening at 7.30. They've clinched the three seed in the East. And uh, in college hoops, the NCAA March Madness Championship wrapped up. Virginia winning 85-77 over Texas Tech in overtime. Uh, I have a nice little letter here before we get into the program. Just have a nice card. You don't get physical mail too much anymore, do you? Once in a while. This is from Laura and Ambler. And she simply says... um, on the front, it says, you sowed seeds of kindness. And then on the inside, it says, and God made blessings grow. Thank you so much. Dear Tim and all those who helped make the program a success, thank you for blessing me with the Wawa gift card. It was great talking with you. And uh, God bless you and your show. In Jesus' name, uh, Laura. It's very kind. Laura, thank you for doing that. Every now and again, we'll get a little piece of mail. We have people emailing and that kind of thing. Do feel free anytime if you want to get in touch with the station. There's lots of ways you can write a note to the station about anything, really. Just WFIL 117 Ridge Pike is the address. Been here for many years. 117 Ridge Pike, Lafayette Hill, PA, 19444. You can send an email to Timmy D, T I M M Y D, at WFIL.com. And you can also send a text, 610-500-DOVE is the text line for the program, 610-500-DOVE. That's the number we were assigned. just so happens that DOVE uh, translates to 3683. And, of course, you're welcome to call in, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. I'm thinking, because I do that once in a while, that since we are on the topic of gift cards, Laura, uh, Laura's card bringing, me, bringing that to mind, Let's go ahead and give another one away. We like to do that every day if we can. Some days get busy and we don't do it, but some days we do two or three. So if you'd like to win a, a gift card to Wawa or Duncan, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet, enough to pick up the cost of a few coffees for you, maybe a hoagie or something, give me a call, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. We'll make a random winner. And uh, as we give you that number, we'll also let you know we have a couple of special guests today, and this is a fun show. We have Mike Nelson and Bill Corbett of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Riff Tracks. If you're familiar with uh, those programs and and uh, 
what they're all about. And if you're not, I'll explain. And the uh, on the other end of the spectrum, we have Dr. Ryan Kelly, who's the director of music and organist for Proclamation Presbyterian Church in Bryn Mawr. They have a Palm Sunday concert coming up this weekend. So kind of both ends of the spectrum. This should be a really fun show. But before we go any further, let's make a winner. Oh, we lost that one. Let's go to the next one. Over here. Here we go. Hello. What's your name? Susan. Hey, where are you from, Susan? Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. All right. You're a winner. Congratulations. High fives, pats on the back, and all that stuff. That's awesome. Thank yeah, you. Sure. What, what's your day been like? What are you doing? Um, just got home from work. Nice. All right. Put your feet up. Relax. Or no? You got uh What do you have uh, planned for no, the evening? No, I'm heading to a, a Suns baseball game. Nice. That's already starting to happen. Wow. I guess we're into April now. I know where we... uh. Our kids play. You're not allowed on the field till April 1st. They don't want the kids getting out there too early or the coaches driving them too hard. So you practice indoors till the end of March. But, yeah, we're into April already. Man, it's flying. Has your son played uh, yeah. any games yet, or is this the first one? No, they've played, uh, I think, two already. So this will be number three. That's cool. And what does he play? Uh, what position does he play? Uh, he's a pitcher and a first baseman. Nice. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. Well, tell him hello for us. What's his name? His name is Blake. Excellent. And how old is he? Blake is 14. All right. So that's a sweet spot age. That's a great age. The kids are talented enough to, you know, make it fun to watch, but they're also young enough to hopefully not take it too seriously. You know what I mean? It's a, we had exactly. two. <laughs> so as a parent, it's fun to watch. Well, I'll put you on hold here yes. and Joe will get your info. And we'll mail that out to you tomorrow. Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in. We'll take a short break. On the other side, we're going to get into our first conversation, as I mentioned, from Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Riff Tracks. Mike Nelson and Bill Corbett going to join us. We'll take things from there. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL. Oh, yeah. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Glad to have joining our uh, fine broadcast from Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Riff Tracks, Mike Nelson and Bill Corbett. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Wonderful. Good. Great. Thanks for taking time to chat a little bit today. You bet. Yeah. Maybe we could start off. I like to assume that folks aren't familiar with something so they can get familiar quickly. Can you give a Reader's Digest version of what Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, and Riff Tracks are? Just a little bit of a background for it and or history of it. Sure. We are the clowns that you may have seen in past uh, making smart aleck comments over movies. Mystery Science had the little silhouette of us talking and, and looking at the picture. And Riff Tracks is, is sort of an extension of that. Um, three of us from that show, we uh, clown around to movies. And we're doing it uh, live in front of an audience and, and beamed around to the country and, you know, I think over 600 theaters coming up. That's crazy. That's a great thing. And, you know, uh, among other things, historically speaking, uh, in a Mystery Science Theater 3000 was voted to be, I think Time Magazine had a, a list a number of years ago, and it was one of the top 100 TV shows of all time. Not a bad accolade. Yeah. I mean, we, I think we, uh, we edged out NYPD Blues or something. <laughs> yeah. 
Talk about the uh, the live show, and I know there are a number of dates that are coming up for it, and uh, scattered throughout uh, you know the summer. Uh, what goes into the production of that, and what's what are folks in store for? Well, our first show is uh, Octoman, which I think is almost the, the platonic ideal of like a monster movie uh, picture with a guy in a rubber suit flinging his tentacles at people, and somehow they die from that. It's, it's kind of unclear, but uh, it's it's great because it's so that picture you have of it, it's like somebody made a parody of those movies, but it's deadly serious. And uh, so, yeah, we script it out. We we do all of our gags, and we're, we're up in front of the audience doing them live. And, uh, you know, for us, it's we, we do a lot of in-studio stuff, so this is a chance to, to really uh, get in front of an audience and hear those laughs. And it's very infectious when it starts going around in the theater. I mean, it's just... I, I dare say, I, I humbly say, I don't think there's more laughs in a in a theater experience than than what we can provide. That's fine. I think the Octoman one is is uh, next week, and then there's more coming up in June and August as well. So, Mike Nelson and Bill Corbett with Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Riff Tracks on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. The live show that you're doing uh, next week and uh, in the months to come. What's the history behind that? You've done this before, right? Or is it yeah, it's that? actually been uh, 10 years starting this year. We did our first one in uh, 2009, starting with Plan 9 from Outer Space, a kind of classic Dad Ed Wood movie. Okay. And we've done somewhere between three and four every year. One year we did two. But so this, we have quite a few of these under our belt at this point. Okay. The Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, series, I know, over the, over the years – uh, it was kind of just historically speaking, too, for for listeners to appreciate, it was one of the first shows on Comedy Central, right? That I mean, that, and it was there for a number of years. So it's a a, a landmark program in that uh, regard as well. Yeah, that was uh, we started in 1989, if you can believe that. And uh, so I think we had I forget how many episodes. I believe something like 130, Bill, something like that. But Rift Tracks now, we're, we're well over that number. So we've, we, Rift Tracks has been around for 12 years, and we've been doing these live shows for 10. So, man, we're, we're racking up some uh, movies here. <laughs> That's great. Uh-huh. What went into the process of the movies that, that wound up being chosen for MST3000? Well, for both Rift Tracks and uh, Mystery Science, we screen them and uh, – well, we see what we can get. It's a combination of what's available from public domain and what we can kind of just, you know, get the rights to. Right. Um, and one of us or a bunch of us would just sort of go through big batches of them and still do and uh, see what we think would work. And the only real criteria is it's is it something we think we can make significantly funnier with our with our joking around. Yes. Chat with Mike Nelson and Bill Corbett uh, with uh, Riff Tracks, also previously Mystery Science Theater 3000. Talk about the process of riffing, if you would, just any aspect of it that would help folks understand what goes into riffing and the, what makes it good or, or the different dynamics to it, facets to it. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a lot of work beforehand because uh, when we get up there, we want to have, you know, we have a script that's pretty buttoned down. And the end goal is to you know, be very relaxed and just have a ton of fun with this. And that takes a lot of work up front. So we do a lot of writing, a lot of refining of the script. Now that we have enough experience with live shows, we kind of know 
how it's different from doing it in studio. The pace is a little different. Uh, you know, you got to have a little more room to breathe and uh, shorter jokes. And so there's a lot of technical stuff that goes into it so that when we get on stage, it can just be a lot of fun and we can, we can know we just have to trust the words that we've written and, and do it. And, uh, you know, for all of them, generally, it's worked pretty well. Yeah. Mike Nelson, Bill Corbett of Mystery Science Theater uh, 3000 and Riff Tracks. They have a live... Uh, a presentation going on across the country in theaters next week as well as later in the summer. We'll continue our conversation with them in just a couple of moments on AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 419. AM 560 WFIL. Mike Nelson, Bill Corbett of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Rift Chacks, kind enough to spend a little time with us. Originally, the uh, program starred uh, Joel Robinson, who was a janitor trapped against his will by two mad scientists. That's kind of the plot line. And part of his, uh, his I don't want to call it punishment or whatever, his banishment was to watch a bunch of B-movies. And uh, so to keep saying, Joel, the janitor craft some robot companions and they wind up watching a bunch of uh, these movies together and commenting on them. That's the whole process of riffing. And uh, you see them, you know, you're watching the actual movie, the bad movie, whatever it was, how, for whatever reason, it's a low budget kind of a film. And you see them from most of it was from a perspective, like a silhouette where you're like, you're watching people watch a movie. And in any case, it was on Comedy Central, one of the first shows that actually helped launch Comedy Central and then wound up uh, being on the Sci-Fi Channel for a few years. And in more recent times, Mike and uh, Bill have been associated with Riff Tracks, which is having this nationwide release uh, where they perform in one spot and then it's broadcast to hundreds of theaters nationwide. There's something coming up next week and then also later in the summer. And uh, the whole process of riffing, though, like just sitting around and making comments about the movies that you're watching. In the early days, I, I, I understood it was kind of a... Uh, script or unscripted, right? Or at what point was it uh, shifting over to maybe being scripted? How'd that all work? Yeah, it was a very a very short window, I think, when it was just finding uh, its kind of its its bit, really, the show. And the, I think the original idea was kind of backed into, but it just became apparent with like the length of a movie. If you're going to improv joke, sometimes you'll hit it, sometimes you miss, but you'll have a lot of stretches of people just you know, in silhouette looking at movies. So, um, yeah, just like thinking about it a little bit beforehand and writing some jokes down became formalized pretty early into the process. My understanding is, uh, on a side note, that you have a riff track available for Sharknado. Is that right? Or no? Yeah, we did Sharknado. We did two Sharknados in the the live show environment. Really? Um, Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, those are a little bit tricky because they're, in some sense, obviously, meant to be kind of funny. Right. So uh, it's a tricky endeavor to kind of go around that and still get laughs out of it. But uh, they were pretty successful. Some people, I have friends who came to it because we did a show in Minneapolis where I live, and friends came, and I was like, oh, boy, this is risky. 
my my friends uh, they uh, they never knew what I did, and now they're going to see it, and uh, they loved it. It's yeah. still their favorite thing they've ever seen. I understand too. Uh, you know, WFIL here in Philly has a long history. Uh, I share this on the air sometimes. It was like Dick Clark, American Bandstand. It was rock, you know, top forty, and then it was country for a while. Adult Contemporary. We're actually a Salem station now, and we have on this station is a Christian teaching and talk station. And I would just tell you myself, being a Christian, you know, God to me is the sense the originator of humor. And I understand. I think Mike, at least that's part of your background too, being a believer. Is that is that correct or? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. So how did that? Uh, very, yeah, go ahead. very few jokes about it during our show, but um, right. I'm, I'm going to start doing it now. Well, no, I mean, in terms of how that leads you to doing such you know, creative work. I mean, it's it's not uh, it's not a oil and water thing. It's actually an extension, probably, of your faith. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, for me. I, it's part of you know the joy of life and sharing that with other people is uh, is, is a lovely thing. That's great. Well, Mike and Bill, appreciate your time. And uh, again, next week is the is the first one, the Octoman one. And then I think there's Star Raiders in June. And right. then yeah, go ahead. And then there's this giant spider invasion in August. So uh, if you have any any comments, have, are those already kind of formulated, or you still have to do a lot of work on those yet? Well, we did uh, giant spider invasion way back in the Mystery Science Theater days. So this will be a re uh, a re riffing of it with whole new jokes and. Uh, the uh, Star Raiders is just a find. We have Casper Van Dien from um, uh, Starship Troopers, and it's very silly, cheap sort of uh, computer effects budget stuff. And uh, yeah, I think I think it's a really good mix and a really good menu of funny stuff this year. Is there a best way for folks to keep up on uh, on the you know, the live shows and riff tracks in general? Yeah, our site has all right there on the uh, front page if you go to Rift Tracks, which is R-I-F-F-T-R-A-X dot com. Excellent. Mike and Bill, thank you so much for your time. Have a great rest of your day. Thank Pleasure. You. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Mike Nelson, Bill Corbett of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Rift Tracks. Spend a little time on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Uh, you know, among many things going on around here, we have a contest where you can find yourself in the Chicago area to check out Newsboys in Concert. Technically, Newsboys United. That's uh, the current lineup. Michael Tate, Jeff Frankenstein, uh, Duncan Phillips, and, uh, and Jody Davis, as well as Peter Furler and uh, Phil Joel, who've been with the band for many, many years. That contest, though, which includes airfare, hotel, meals, all that stuff, that wraps up tonight at midnight. So if you go to our website at 12.01 a.m., I believe you'll see nothing there. Although we, uh, well, yeah, that's what I think. Can't be sure. Might, might spill over just a little bit, but you get the idea. So if you'd like to get yourself to Chicago and check out Newsboys United in concert, free, with airfare, with hotel, with food, and other cool stuff like backstage VIP schmoop de doo then get yourself to WFIL.com sometime this evening and uh, throw yourself in the ring there. Maybe we'll draw a name out to win that trip. Speaking of Newsboys, here's one of their great songs from recent years. This is Your Love Never Fails. Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. More coming up on our fine broadcast today. Nothing can separate Even if I run away Your love never
WFIL, WFIL.com, Tim DeMoss Show, and Newsboys there. Your love never fails. And once again, our Newsboys United Greatness Giveaway, otherwise known as NUG, concludes tonight. Opportunity for you to win two tickets to a Newsboys show in the Chicago area, VIP meet and greet backstage, airfare, two-night hotel, uh, meals, all that good stuff. WFIL.com, the place to sign up for that. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to shift gears a little bit, going from our friends, our new friends, Mike Nelson and uh, <laughs> uh, Bill Corbett of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Rift Tracks fame to something a little different. As in, well, I'll, I'll just save it till after the break. You'll see. It's coming up, and I think you'll like it. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 4.33 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Speaking of Dr. Dobson, we're working on having an opportunity with Dr. Dobson of Family Talk and the founder of Focus in the Family joining us. We're thinking in the next week or two, super busy guys, you may imagine. We've been working on that and emailing and texting and all that with his main assistant and hoping to have that happen soon. We are supposed to have, speaking of uh, some of the programs and ministries we have on the air, 
Alistair Begg uh, with Truth For Life, which follows this uh, fine broadcast each day. If everything goes the way it's supposed to, he'll be on the program tomorrow. That'll be pretty cool. He has a new book out. We're going to have copies of that to hand out. Uh, I think it's called Pray Big. So keep an eye out for that. We also, as long as I'm on the topic, we uh, have uh, lines in the water to have Jim Daly with Focus on the Family on our program before April is over. So a lot of cool names that you hear. The ministry is on WFIL. That's one of the uh, the folks we're trying to get. And then uh, it looks like all of these will be happening. It's just a matter of when. But start first things first, kind of chronologically, it looks like uh, Alistair Begg with Truth For Life will be joining our show tomorrow uh, between 4 and 5 o'clock. But that said, our forecast calling for a clear evening, low 46, mix of clouds and sun, a little cooler tomorrow, but still a nice day, 60 for the high. Phillies won 4-3 over Washington last night. Reese Hoskins, a couple of home runs. So I'm uh, at the ballpark last night, and I get a text from a friend I had not seen for many years, and it's a picture of me standing next to Reese Hoskins' locker, because I was actually at the game last night just getting some sound bites for the show. And yeah, it, you never know because there are cameras going in the locker room. And so he had the presence of mind to get his cell phone out. He took a picture of his television and texted it to me. I have been going to the Phillies for 22 years, part-time, just as I can. It's not my main thing, but it's just a way to add some things to the program. And uh, we hope to have some of the players on the show over the course of the season. Anyway, but for all you know, because you're not taking pictures of yourself, you don't, certainly don't take pictures of you with a ball player. That would be inappropriate. And so just to have someone who happened to catch it was kind of fun. It's only it had happened one other time in the last 22 years where someone just said, oh, isn't that Tim? So it's kind of fun. And uh, hopefully we'll get a chance. To, more importantly, it was just kind of a fun thing. But more importantly, we're looking forward to um, JT Realmuto. I'm hoping to have on the program. He's their new catcher, solid believer. And there are several others that we're starting to make some uh, conversation with. So. Give it some time, and if you do think of it in general, pray for the program. It's a lot of work, and we're glad to be here. We're very grateful. God's been doing a lot of neat things over the years, and or the, the months, I should say, and we hope that he will continue to use it for his glory. Uh, so we do appreciate your prayers, though, because we know it's not us. And we also know, Scripture says, our battle, whatever we're doing in life, is not against flesh and blood, but it's against uh, you know the things unseen, the principalities and authorities and other in the unseen realms. And so we really want to pray. And not underestimate that aspect of it. But the good thing is we are more than conquerors in Christ, as Scripture also talks about. So we don't have to be afraid or, or anything like that. But we want to take it seriously and certainly not, don't want to operate in our own strength and our own wisdom. So uh, in that case, that said, uh, Phillies are at it again tonight. Uh, how did I get there? Now I'm back at the Phillies. They're playing again tonight. Uh, Three-game set with uh, Washington, and this is the second game this evening. Joe, by the way, you realize I was at the game last night. They won again. You know, I mean, this is like— but I'm not planning to go tonight. I I mean, I'm willing to show up, but I don't know if I... <laughs> and uh, in any case, Sixers at Miami, 7.30. And last night, big game, college hoops, March Madness, concluding with Virginia, 85-77 uh, and winning in overtime. Our pastor, we have a couple of pastors, and one of them super happy, went to UVA and, and uh, posted about it on Facebook and all that. So congratulations, Pastor Mark with a C. Our other pastor's Mark with a K. So it gets people confused. So uh, that said, earlier in the program, we had uh, a couple of really cool guys, Mike Nelson and Bill Corbett of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Rift Tracks. And now we felt like we would kind of counterbalance the program and, and what, how should I say this, Joe, add 
some special culture to our show. I understand you have music for our next guest that we could you could fire up for us as we welcome on. I feel like I'm getting smarter already. That pot, do I look smarter? <laughs> we want to thank Dr. Ryan Kelly. He's the director of music and organist, Proclamation Presbyterian Church in Bryn Mawr, joining our swell broadcast. Thank you for doing so, sir. Thanks for having me, Tim. Yeah. I hear you have a little special concert coming up soon we wanted to talk about. We do. This coming Sunday, Palm Sunday. Yeah. So tell us about it. I'm sure I was looking over some of the uh, the songs it looks like you'll be doing and having. Describe the concert for folks. Sure. Well, this this coming Sunday, we're about to enter Holy Week, right? So Palm Sunday kicks that off, and we have the last several years at Proclamation offered a Palm Sunday concert that evening, which we are doing at 6 p.m., and this year's concert is titled Glory and Passion, and it, it recognizes kind of the, uh, the way in which Palm Sunday um, starts with a, with a celebratory note, right, as Christ uh, rides into Jerusalem amongst um, uh, shouts of praise. And, and after that, we are quickly in the last, the last week of Christ's life, um, which becomes very dark. And so the program, uh, the concert on Sunday, opens with Felix Mendelssohn's uh, masterwork. It's about 30 minutes long, titled Laudation. And it's a very celebratory work, which we we are performing with brass, percussion, and organ, and of course our chapel choir. And then after that work, uh, we are we are performing quite a number of shorter chamber works, which are more passion themed, a bit more sober in in musical style as we're as well as the text, uh, as they focus more and more on uh, the suffering of Christ uh, in his in his last week. Dr. Ryan Kelly, Director of Music and Organist with Proclamation Presbyterian Church in Bryn Mawr, our guest on the uh, Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com today. How long have you been with Proclamation, by the way? I've been at Proclamation for seven years. Okay. Seven years. Started in 2012. Good, long, and biblical number. <laughs> so, it, it is, right? It really sounds like a, a very uh, beautiful evening, and you're involving different—each of these pieces is going to involve— uh, perhaps a, a variation, like it could be brass, it could be an organ, it could be right. vocal, right, as well? Yes, for sure. So our our core choir that is performing uh, is the Proclamation's Chancel Choir, and there are area singers who um, have also joined us for the event, uh, who perhaps sing in an area church that doesn't have a choir, but likes to like to perform uh, with us on occasion, and so we welcome those singers. Hmm. The core for the brass that night is the uh, ensemble called The Brass Project uh, from the Curtis Institute of Music, which is one of the finest music schools in the world, yeah. and their brass ensemble, their resident brass ensemble, is of the finest quality, and they will be, they will be our core brass ensemble for the night, and that type of brass and organ uh, often can change color in an instant, right? They can have 
an immediately celebratory, brilliant sound. And it's also very easy from those ensembles to get a warm, dark, robust color. And I think that audiences will hear that change during the concert, when we start with the Mendelssohn and, and Christ's entry into Jerusalem, and then it warms up and, and darkens, really, um, by the end of the concert as we look at some more uh, sobering texts on Christ's suffering. Dr. Ryan Kelly, the Director of Music and Organist for Proclamation Presbyterian Church in Bryn Mawr, our guest, is coming Sunday. They have a very special Palm Sunday concert going on. What's the start time for the event on Sunday? It starts at 6 p.m. Okay. Doors will open about 45 minutes before the concert. Okay. Uh, the concert will last just about an hour. It's free. Encourage um, people to bring their families. We love introducing young children to music, and they are always, always welcome. Sure. There will be a reception following the concert and um, an opportunity for them to, to meet the musicians as well. That's really Is there more info at the uh, Proclamation website on it, too? Or? There is, proclamation.org slash concerts. Okay, that's straightforward enough. How about for you personally? How much work has gone into this? This is, you know, coming near the home stretch. What's it like for you uh, putting this together? Well, it's always it's always a lot of work when you are coordinating some 60 musicians and preparing uh, a concert at a time in which there are festival services, Monday Thursday service and Good Friday and Easter. Um, but it is the high point of the Christian year. It is a joy to be a part of, to plan. One of my favorite parts of my job is planning. The, the prayer that precedes that, the look at the different types of music that are available and at my disposal and what might touch uh, the audiences in a particularly meaningful way this year in a different way than, than last year. And then to start to see that program come together. This concert has a, a lot of familiar composers that people might recognize. Mendelssohn, Brahms will be on the program. Russian composer Chesnikov will do His Salvation is Created. Allegri, there, his Miserere. Uh, quite a number of, of pieces that even if people don't know those composers' names or the titles, they will recognize when they hear it because they have been in kind of performance tradition in many churches for centuries. Dr. Ryan Kelly, kind enough to spend time with us on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. He's with Proclamation Presbyterian Church in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, just chatting about the Palm Sunday concert this coming Sunday. Is this an annual thing that you tend to do, or is it a one-off? Yeah, we have a concert series at Proclamation in which we generally have four to five concerts uh, a year between September and June. Okay. And two of those, usually one around Christmas time and one around uh, Palm Sunday, are the concerts that our chancel choir sings at. And then oftentimes those other two or three concerts in the year feature area musicians from all different types of backgrounds, whether it is classical guitar or a singer or a piano trio, a trumpeter, and that type of thing. So these are annual events. They don't always line up on the same weekend, just like, uh, you know, Christmas is pretty stable, but Easter bounces around. Right. And, and so, but yes, uh, Palm Sunday, that Palm Sunday concert has been something that we have uh, done for several years. Dr. Ryan Kelly, Director of Music and Organist at Proclamation Presbyterian Church, Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. Big Palm Sunday concert coming up this weekend is free. Back in just a minute with more AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL? Email D 
at WFIL.com. 448, Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. When Joyce Smith's son falls through an icy lake, all hope seems lost. But Joyce refuses to give in. Breakthrough is a movie that's coming out a week from tomorrow, Wednesday, the 17th of April. And Breakthrough reminds us that even when facing impossible odds, faith and love create a mountain of hope and sometimes even a miracle. It's based on an inspirational, true story. And Breakthrough could be a movie that resurrects your faith and points you and your friends toward the God of miracles. You can find out more online, BreakthroughMovie.com. Continue our conversation with Dr. Ryan Kelly, Director of Music and Organist at Proclamation Presbyterian Church, Bryn Mawr, PA, chatting about their upcoming concert this weekend for Palm Sunday. The message of Easter, obviously, is the same year to year, but maybe right. the way you choose, the songs you choose, and the way you choose to tell that story, does that change year to year, or is, is it fairly similar? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I think it, it does. It does change, because, like I mentioned, sometimes it would certainly be appropriate for a Palm Sunday concert to rest its focus on the celebration of Christ into Jerusalem. We will feature a piece that includes not only the text from the Gospels in which the people proclaim uh, Hosanna uh, to the son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, but that also ties in the texts from Psalm 24 in which the psalmist says, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. The King of glory has come in. That itself, in a nutshell, is, is very heartwarming and celebratory and cheerful. And so it is sometimes the case that we'll focus on that for the Palm Sunday concert. And sometimes because it is right at the beginning of Holy Week, what we would consider the week preceding uh, Christ's crucifixion, that historically is a, uh, a time of, of sadness and sorrow and introspection and repentance. Sometimes that Palm Sunday concert will kind of look forward that way um, and focus in that. So this year, we're kind of doing both. We're, we're setting up the first half of the concert to be rather festive and the second half of the concert to be meditative and contemplative. Dr. Ryan Kelly, the Director of Music and Organist at Proclamation Presbyterian Church in Bryn Mawr, PA, chatting on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com, and we're discussing the concert this coming Sunday, the Palm Sunday concert. And just thinking, you know, you're mentioning all these people that you're working with and bringing together. Share for a moment or two kind of your background uh, in music and, you know, what it's taken to get to this point in your life uh, professionally, you know, and, and serving God with it, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my my background as a musician began when I uh, started taking piano lessons when I was about seven, singing in children's choirs um, as as a kid, singing actively in church, and my my professional career really started to solidify and and kind of that that route that I wanted to take. Um, when I was a teenager, I was inspired by uh, my church music director at the time, who, who not only encouraged me, but involved me and gave me opportunities. And that, that kind of sparked my interest in 
church professionally as a musician, and then ultimately through my um, training, uh, graduate degrees in conducting the career path that has uh, uh, made itself available to me through the Lord, uh, teaching full-time at Westchester University, where I am the Associate Director of Choral Activities there. And then I, I have that luxury and blessing to also be able to serve my home church family at Proclamation. So it is, uh, for me, I, I rejoice in the Lord's provision, and He has provided me uh, in some ways the best uh, best job that I could imagine. <laughs> That's great. So, so for this Sunday's Palm Sunday concert, you'll be... Up there doing your thing, doing the conducting yes. thing, or, or yes, okay. I will be conducting. Like I, I think I mentioned, uh, have a, we will have a guest organist for the concert. We will have the Curtis Brass Project, and then our our uh, chancel choir. Dr. Ryan Kelly, director of music and organist, Proclamation Presbyterian Church in Bryn Mawr, PA, kind enough to spend some time with us on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM five sixty WFIL, WFIL dot com today. As far as the upcoming. Uh, the Palm Sunday concert. What is your hope for those who come as far as what they leave with? Well, my hope uh, always is that that the Lord would advance his kingdom through all of our uh, work and and worship at proclamation. Um, we know that that unless uh, unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor in vain who build it. And we um, we hope that by and through this concert that the Lord would be magnified, that his truths would be proclaimed, and that the Holy Spirit would work in the hearts of all of those who attend to to draw them closer to to himself, to a greater understanding and knowledge of the Lord of the Bible, and if that understanding and knowledge is in its infancy, that he would uh, he would direct them to the scriptures to learn more about himself, and, and for those who have had a long relationship with Christ, that they would be encouraged and strengthened by his presence um, as, they, as they listen to this music, as they listen to the texts from the Psalms and from the Gospels that are presented, and that they would rest in him. Our, our final, final two pieces in the concert, um, one is a setting of the classic hymn, Abide With Me, and another is a setting uh, by Brahms, uh, his Geistliches Lied, also known as Let Nothing Overwhelm You, and it's a reminder as we walk toward the crucifixion of how how Christ relied on the Father in the garden when he prays to the Father, uh, if this cup can be taken away from me, please, but not my will, uh, let your will be done. And that is a prayer of, of reliance on the Father that we hope as we ourselves move towards considering the great sacrifice that Christ made for us because of our sin, that we would indeed rely on him more and more, not despair, but rejoice that he carries our burdens, he bore our sorrows, and that our eternal life rests in him. Amen. Amen. Dr. Ryan Kelly, Director of Music and Organist at the Proclamation Presbyterian Church. Those are great words, and I'm thinking through the different holidays, especially, you know, we celebrate the Lord's birth at Christmas, and there are other mm-hmm. times we think of him, but, you know, in a real, very real way, the resurrection and Easter is uh, is the pinnacle 
you know, Indeed. And for now until he returns. So, yes. and this is a Come great quickly. way. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. And the concert again this Sunday, proclamation.org slash concerts, or is that correct? Okay. Yes. For folks can find out more about that. It was a six o'clock start time doors, five fifteen, if I remember correctly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very good. It's free. Yeah. That's a great thing. And it sounds like a wonderful time and lots of skilled musicians, uh, you know, using their gifts, God given gifts to him. So, can't lose. <laughs> so, I know. I'm, I'm, we're looking forward to it. We really are. That's great. Thank you so much, Dr. Kelly. God bless you. Thank you, Tim. You as well. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Dr. Ryan Kelly, Director of Music and Organist, Proclamation Presbyterian Church, Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. And again, proclamation.org front slash concerts. Get you more info about this coming Sunday's free Palm Sunday concert. Also free, just while I'm on the topic as we round out the program... We have WFIL's Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast coming up Thursday, the 25th of April. A.R. Bernard, who has a radio program on WFIL as well, 3 o'clock each weekday, is going to be our guest. And I wrote down the scripture the other day, and it ties into something that Pastor Bernard said when he was on the program. I asked him uh, a couple, I guess it was three four weeks ago, just the idea of you know how it is to be a pastor and the, the idea of, uh, I guess, the concept of proximity, how kind of close but far you need to be from those in your congregation. Here's what he said about that. Yeah, it goes back to the words of Solomon in his prayer when he asked the Lord to give him wisdom to go in and out from among the people. He understood that there were two relationships, one that was close, that required a certain rapport, intimacy, interaction, but also one that was removed in order to provide leadership, because you can't be one of the boys and a leader at the same time. There has to be an understanding of the spatiality of relationship between those that lead and, and those that follow that leadership. I look forward to unpacking that to help leaders understand how do you do that? How do you manage that? You know, in some places it can become uh, so personal that the pastor can be in the minds of the congregants reduced to a peer level and lose that pastoral authority that is necessary to lead. Because you have to be able to speak the truth to people, and that sometimes may mean offending them uh, in some way. You try to do it warmly, with love, gently, but you have to be in a position to speak the truth to them. And if the relationship is so close and so intimate that you can't speak that truth to them, then you fall short of your pastoral responsibility. That's A.R. Bernard, our guest speaker for WFIL's upcoming Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast, Proverbs 28, 23, he refers to there, he who rebukes a man will in the end gain more favor than he who has a flattering tongue. Proverbs 28, 23. Let your pastor know about that Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast. You can get signed up directly at WFIL.com. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.